It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago entertainment community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at ChicagoVersUnited.com. This week, recording again out of the Music Garage, Chicago's professional music rehearsal space and home of the Dynasty Podcast Network. You can check them out on the web at MusicGarage.com. Tonight, joined by Chicago model Brittany Ireland. Brittany, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for coming up tonight. Of course. Of course. It's my pleasure. You have a lot going on, and I wanted to touch on some of the big things you have happening, because I feel like I'm seeing your name everywhere, but kind of let's give people some background for anyone who maybe doesn't know as much about you. Like, kind of, when did you start modeling? I mean, you're a model, first of all. When did you start modeling, and kind of like, how did that happen for you? You know what? It's crazy. My mom used to be a model, so that's kind of the connection. My mom modeled in high fashion when she was younger. And when I was about 13, we were in a mall, shockingly, and this agent casting woman came up and was like, you know, have you ever modeled? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And it just, it started from there. I started doing runway, I started doing print, and then continued through high school up until college. And then my mom was kind of like, you need to go to school. So I gave it up for a little bit and then somehow, some way, pop back up into it and Playboy happened and it's just kind of snowballed now. <laughs> so you've definitely had a lot under your belt and it does sound like you've been doing this for some time, but you kind of popped up on quote unquote the scene maybe within the last few years, would you say? Like what was kind of like your first big break where people really started to notice you? Was it Playboy? Yeah, you know, Playboy is kind of where everything they kind of broke me in. I had an interview with the smokingjacket.com, which is an extension of Playboy, right after I attested with them. And it was like kind of that interview that just it was like a little takeover. It, it broke me into the kind of scene and and it just it's gone great so far so um yeah i have to really thank playboy for everything that's happened to me they've been great and then that just snowballed into radio with playboy radio playboy tv i did camp playboy which is an amazing series um you can find that on playboy tv if you have on demand Mm -hmm. and then it opened uh, you know a bunch of other other doors for me like howard stern so yeah i got a lot going on right now you do and i want to touch on a lot of what you talked about but you know kind of sticking with playboy for a second like doing Playboy Radio, Playboy TV, Playboy Camp, I mean, they've got kind of a whole extension, I mean, a number of extensions of their brand. What were you doing kind of, you know, with radio and with TV? And also branching out into like, you know, media. Was that something that you're also interested in, not just the modeling side, but kind of doing media work as well? Yeah, definitely. I went to school for journalism and media. So it just, it when I whenever I have an opportunity to kind of touch in any kind of media sense, I'm right there. With Playboy Radio, it just kind of, I fell into it. After I tested, they invited me back the next day to attend like a private party at headquarters. Met a lot of the editors, made a lot of connections. They immediately put me on Playboy.com in the games section. And then, you know, we had Super Bowl events and they just kind of had me everywhere. (laughs) They had me down in Dallas and then they were flying me to LA to film for Camp Playboy. So it happened really, really fast. And the radio opportunity came up. Uh, I was actually doing something with Playboy Live, which mm-hmm. was their first webcam site. Webcaming is really big now, yeah. you know, and they definitely have to compete. Um, everything's going cyber. Now, you know, you can pull up whatever you want on your phone. You don't necessarily need to go buy a magazine. So Playboy's come up with a lot of really creative ways to 
compete with that. And Playboy Live was one of those ventures and they approached me about it and they were like, do you want to lead this out? And I was like, sure. And so we were promoting it a lot on Playboy Radio and I just became friends with the producers and yeah. brought me on all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty remarkable because there are a lot of women who model for Playboy. Yeah. You know, I mean, through all the, the direct, you know, the main magazine and all their specials and, and the TV. I feel like not many of them transitioned into that many other facets of the operation though. So that's pretty incredible. Yeah. You know, I like to look at myself as a brand and you know there's tons of of beautiful women in the world I like to think okay what do I have to offer and how can I reinvent myself what's next you know and and Playboy's really competitive there's tons of girls <laughs> there's a different month every you know month there's a girl rotating yeah. in and out so I really you know um when I first started with them I I sat down and was like okay what do I want what do I want with my brands and it was kind of to be everywhere to kind of essentially take over the the role of like your typical model and turn it into to more of like a pop icon kind of thing. So it's kind of what's, what's happening right now. <laughs> I feel like that's very much what has happened because, you know, one of the things that really caught my attention with you is, like you said, a number of beautiful women up there, a number of models out there. But I saw, here's someone from Chicago who's not just going the model route, but who's really like looking at media and digital and an extension of her brand, essentially. So I think that's pretty incredible. And it does feel like you're everywhere if you look yeah. around. Yeah. And now you did Howard I as did. well, Howard I TV. Howard Stern. Yes. What was your experience like with that? You know, it was the best experience ever. He is amazing. He's so smart. I'm not going to lie. I was so nervous. <laughs> I remember I got to New York and I was like, oh my gosh, it's Howard Stern. You know, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? And, you know, his team is amazing. And, uh, you know, from the second I got in his office, we were at the serious offices in New York to film my interview, and it was just the greatest experience. He had me laughing, we were cracking jokes, you know, it, it was just great. And then afterwards, I had to film a lot of their on-demand stuff for Howard On Demand on TV. Smooth, very simple great. So yeah, that was a really, really good time. I'm, I'm happy I'm Miss May. <laughs> Something that's happening right now this month that people can still check out at the moment is King Magazine. Yes. Um, you are yes. a centerfold. You've got a couple pages in there. Yes. We were actually at 7-Eleven, my producer and I, the other day, and literally we saw it on the shelf and I was like, oh, I think this is the one she's in. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, we actually it's... brought one. Um, it's a seven page, um, seven page, there's seven pictures I think seven pages or something like that two page interview you know Sean Malcolm is amazing one of the the few photo shoots where I've actually it was smooth I mean the crew amazing the the makeup artist did a great job I am so happy with the way that the photos came out and it's yeah it's definitely you know the thing about uh, my brand I like to keep it versatile I like to hit the urban market then go mainstream then hit playboy and that's kind of what I'm not noticing that other models take advantage of and you know maybe because I'm being everywhere or whatever you know it's working for me so yeah you know I'm really proud we've got some other magazines um, in the urban market that are coming out in the next few months you can definitely look at that it'll be on shelves I can't really tell you too much about it but yeah there's a lot more coming out so how would you describe your modeling style like do you know when if someone asked her you thought about it like is it like pinup is it glamour or are you kind of like do not think about the label for it or you know I don't really like to put a label on on anything I do I tend to pick projects just based on on what I think is something that I would enjoy but also is you know something that is different you know I, I like to do Howard Stern and then turn around and do King Magazine and then go back to Playboy <laughs> like that's just you know I like to keep it very versatile I wouldn't say I'm any type of model I, I think I'm just Britney Ireland if yeah. that makes sense I mean I go back from modeling to radio to I'm just all over the place so I don't think there's one style 
something I would imagine happens a lot is I'm sure there are people who have misconceptions about what you do who maybe don't necessarily understand the modeling side of it or kind of like what all that entails. What are some of the kind of like more interesting misconceptions people have had about either your work or just modeling in general that you've encountered? Um, I've been pretty lucky. I don't really get, you know, I, I don't really get a lot of confusion. I think if I was heavily saturated in Playboy or like a penthouse, I could see how people would think that it borderlines into something a little more risque. I, 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 you know, that's why I tend to dabble into Playboy and then pop back into a magazine and then maybe host a radio show or, you know. Yeah. So I, I try to keep it uh, a good mix of everything so that there aren't misconceptions. But, you know, there's misconceptions in everything. I try to keep everything I do really positive. I try to, if my fans have questions ask them, I mean, or answer them to the best of my ability. So most of the time with modeling people, I, I would think would maybe you're not the smartest. I don't know. Well, and obviously you're very savvy, yeah, clearly, you know, to I'm be... Pretty, yeah, I'm, I did get a degree. I did go to school. So, you know, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. And something else you just touched on is, you know, your communication with your fans. Anyone who follows you on Twitter, you're very accessible. Like, yeah. it, it looks like people can really communicate with you. Even booking this interview with you, remarkably easy. I've done interviews with a number of people, you know, and half the time they're not this easy. And they're people who are not as far ahead as you are. And with you, you know, it's just like Twitter, just like, do you want to do this? You're like, yes, which it was <laughs> yeah. so remarkably easy. I liked, I liked that. Yeah, you know, my my team is, is kind of getting on me about that yes thing. <laughs> you know, because I'm really down to earth. I, I, I think I've done so well so quickly because I don't, I like to keep it simple. You know, we all start from somewhere and it's when you kind of get the I'm too good attitude is typically when things don't work out. You know, I, I like to connect with everybody. I like to talk to as many people as I can. It's now getting to a point where it's almost impossible because on my Facebook, you know, I have two, I have three Facebook accounts. We had to bring that down to two because <laughs> I just couldn't, I couldn't maintain them. I'm really big. I don't want my team taking over my Twitter or my Facebook. I want to be able to directly connect everybody. If they have a question. I try to you know respond. And I mean, I, I think that's the whole reason I like to entertain people. I want to connect. I want to meet people. So I want to know, you know, what my fans, are they happy? Do they like what I'm doing? You know, I don't really, I'm not big on the, okay, I'm going to do a bunch of cool things and you can't talk to me or touch me. I just think that's weird. No eye contact. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm always on Twitter. It's my Twitter's at Brittany Ireland. It's really simple. You can Google it. it it pops right up. I talk to everybody. It goes straight to my cell phone. So yeah, it's probably the easiest way to get in touch with me. Facebook, not so much because I have like 2,000 messages per account. Yeah. <laughs> and unless like it's one of the like first 10, I would have no idea if you sent me a message. But yeah, pretty easy. You are a hometown girl. Uh, looking at your bio, I know you have, I don't know if you grew up all your life in Chicago, but you're from Chicago. And do you, you know, not trying to get into your personal life, but I, it looks like you're still here now as well. What are some of the things that you like to do in the city? You know, whether it's your favorite places to go or just kind of your favorite thing about Chicago because it seems like so many people you know whether they want to be a musician a model an actor they leave Chicago when they're chasing some kind of higher level and you're still here it looks like among other places yeah yeah definitely um I was born in Chicago um I was born on the south side of Chicago my parents moved to the north side I went to FXW St. Ignatius you know I love my city I love Chicago I love the people in Chicago and I really you know I'm really into and I try to maintain like the connection where wherever I go I'm back and forth between LA and Chicago right now but I always make sure I come back here at least for you know a couple weeks to spend time with my family unfortunately my mom has cancer so that's part of the reason too a lot of the things that I do and a lot of the exposure that I do have I like to 
kind of tie it back into Chicago and some of the projects that we do have raising awareness with cancer. So great places in the city is I'm, most of the time I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'll go to dinner. Here when your whole life is kind of yeah. parties and social events, yeah. you just want to be so in your pajamas watching I Netflix do. and shit. I do. <laughs> have a glass of wine, you know, turn on On Demand. I never get to watch. I never go to movies. I have no <laughs> You know, it's so funny. There's so many movies out and I never, I miss them. And I'm yeah. like, oh. So yeah, I typically, if I can get out Bajan's place. I've been to Paris Club, Underground. So I went to Sunda yes. recently. So all the rocket spots. Yeah, rocket. Um, they are great, really great, great to me. I have not had time to find some like new cool spots to go to. Yeah, I did go to Cobra Lounge. It's it's like a cool little rock spot, you know. So. Cobra Lounge, absolutely, and not yeah. far from the music garage where we're recording this. That's definitely like very much yeah. a rock grungy spot. I love it, and that's the kind of stuff I love. People, you know, would be really surprised to know what is in my iPod. <laughs> Everybody thinks. I've got like you know I've got a mixture but yeah I listen to a lot of rock and you'll find me in like a little dive bar drinking wine <laughs> I love it totally down to earth very ambitious um, Brittany Island you're on the pages of King magazine right now done work with Playboy yes. Howard and yes that is on shelves and it sounds like you're going to be a lot more places what's the best site um, one more time for people to be able to keep up with everything you have going on definitely on my website it's BrittanyIreland.me and definitely on Twitter. Those are the two main things for updates. Come by, say hi. Hey, Brittany, at me. <laughs> at on Twitter. Yeah, and just follow the website. Um, my team is great about posting where I'm going to be at, any new photo shoots, but I have a blog on there. So, you know, sometimes I'll comment. I rarely try to put my opinion on things that go on. I like to watch other people make right. mistakes, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if there's something going on in the world, I'll, you know, I'll put up a little blog comment about i think the last thing i blogged about was that little kid from jerry Maguire. he just turned 21 Uh, yeah so you know i'll put silly stuff up like that um if there's like a rock show in in chicago that may go to and then it's just another way to connect so definitely brittanyireland.me or follow me on twitter at brittanyireland so i love it Uh, it's great to see a chicago hometown girl really hitting such great heights getting out there and and being not just visible in one or two mediums but kind of across the board and i think it's fantastic i wish you the best of luck and i'm really happy to see this happening for someone from our city and you seem like the nicest woman ever so well deserved thank you so much for having me and definitely you know when i'm back in town hit me up i will definitely come and say hi (laughs) we'll do it thank you Brittany. thank you thank you this has been the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, or Chicago Scene Salvation. Thanks to Brittany Ireland for being on the show this week. Dynasty Podcast is engineered by Layla I. Royale, with recording done at the Music Garage in Chicago. You can check them out on the web at musicgarage.com. You can find past episodes of the Chicago vs. United audio podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with Maya Sinstris, Miss Vine, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at the ministry of the dynasty.com. The Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descent.